Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And one great way to celebrate life is by sharing stories with our grandchildren, especially those that are both entertaining and educational. And that's where today's guest comes in. Kwame Mambalia is a New York Times best-selling author. His just-released book, Tristan Strong Keeps Punching is the final offering in his best-selling Tristan Strong trilogy. The first book in the series received the Coretta Scott King Author Honor Award, and Kirkus Reviews calls this latest volume a satisfying finale. So this author has a lot to be proud of. In fact, I can't wait to get started and hear all about it. So welcome, Kwame. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a joy to be on with you. Well, I want to start out, we did have a moment to chat before, and I did say it before, but I am going to repeat myself, because congratulations on the success of your books. I can't even imagine what it's like to have your very first novel become a New York Times best-selling book, and you're also the recipient, again, of the coveted Coretta Scott King Author Honor Award. So this must really be a wonderful time in your life. It's absolutely amazing, and I and I mentioned it before, and I, I'll say it again. I never thought that this was even in the realm of possibility. I thought I was going to be a marine biologist until I figured, uh, I figured out how scary water can be. And so to be an author <laughs> is just, it's amazing. Well, and we don't have too, too long to talk, so I'm actually going to skip over some of the questions I was going to ask you, but I did want to say that I mentioned at the in the intro that your books are both educational in addition to being highly entertaining uh, because they do draw heavily upon African-American folk tales, West African gods. So let's begin, if, we, if you don't mind, by telling you telling us a little bit about your background and perhaps how you became acquainted with these folk tales. Yeah, so I mentioned that I, you know, I wanted to be a a marine biologist. I, you know, for the longest time, I thought I would be a scientist. Uh, I was a scientist. I worked in, you know, pharmaceutical metrology, and and I traveled around. That's what I went to school for. My background isn't in writing. Writing has just always been a hobby, a passion of mine. Um, I've done it ever since I was little, you know, in the third or fourth grade, um, because it was a way for me to express myself or to to deal with complicated emotions um, and and to find out you know that the cards that were in store for me were to were to become a writer i mean it's just i, I couldn't even envision it i couldn't i couldn't even dream it well, speaking of that, tell us a little bit about your hero, Tristan Strong. He's pretty unimaginable, I mean, or imagination-rich, I would say. Uh, and did he make an appearance in your head all of a sudden, or had you kind of been thinking about a hero like that to write about once you decided you want to get, you know, unleash this creativity inside of you? Um, you know, for, for uh, Tristan, Tristan is this character that um, I think a lot of readers can empathize with because we're at, at the age in the middle grade audience where we're dealing with so much. We're learning about the world. 
around us more than just what's in our neighborhood and, you know, uh, more than uh, includes more than just our immediate family. And so for, for me, uh, Tristan is really this perfect character who um, is at, when we first meet him, is kind of down on his luck, doesn't believe in himself, doesn't know if he can affect anything around him, has no control over anything. And really book one and actually the entire series is really about Tristan coming into his own, learning about the power that he has, both magical and simply as existing as a human being, and the way that he can use uh, his voice to affect the world around him, uh, literally, because when he tells stories, they come to life around him. And, too, when he tells stories, I have to ask, because this is the finale of this trilogy, this this latest book, and I'm wondering, at this point, in, as you were writing this final chapter in Tristan's story, did does he talk to you? I mean, does Tristan kind of take the lead at this point? I mean, I think a lot of writers would tell you that their characters will often just go off on their own, and, and we're, you know, we have very little control over them. Uh, and... And a lot of, you know, uh, we spend so long building up this character, you know, their personality traits and what they love and what they don't like, that when we put them into these scenarios that we've devised, it's almost as if they're acting on their own because they're responding the way that that, uh, their personality has really been shaped. And so for Tristan, you know, it's it's really been belief in him, you know, not necessarily adults are cool, you know, uh, adults, you know, they're, they're fine, but... Sometimes, you know, a, a middle grader, they, they know what to do, right? We, we don't need these adults telling us what's appropriate and not appropriate. We can figure that out on our own. And I think that's where, where Tristan's voice and his character really shines. Well, well, and he's also a boxer, and I know that two of your titles include the word punching or punch. Uh, so um, he not only uh, uses his uh, personality to deal and his voice to deal with aspects in the world around him, but he's also got a pretty good set of hands on him. Yes, Tristan comes from a a, a heritage, a line of boxer. His his father his father was a uh, a championship boxer. His grandfather. A, champ, a championship boxer and trainer. And so, you know, uh, part of what Tristan wrestles with is learning that, um, you know, I don't have to be what everyone thinks I should be, but I can learn and I can adapt and I can use these skills that his father and his grandfather has taught him to help people around him. And that's really where it comes into fruition, not just facing down opponents in the ring, but learning how to take a punch, physical or metaphorical, and to stand up after getting knocked down and to keep on fighting. Wow, well, great lessons for all of us to learn. But, again, you do focus, or you have on this past, you know, this series, you focused your writing uh, at middle grade readers, and you mentioned the the term middle grade a number of times. What about that age group uh, is so interesting or fascinating to you? Well, that that age is, is, like I said, it's really where we learn to explore beyond, right? We're learning, you know, uh, uh, about the world around us, we're hearing things and we're starting to understand them. Um, we're listening to what our parents say, our teachers say, and sometimes what they don't say. And we're beginning to understand that there's more than just what meets the eye in this world. And, and that's, that's magical. 
Um, but but I think what's most is that we're undergoing change as our mind understands the world is changing. So we're entering puberty. Our body is changing. Uh, and so there's just all these things going on. And it's at this moment in time where, you know, we at that age range are most receptive to what's happening in the universe. Oh, gosh. Well, I, Kwame, I wish we had more time. We've only got about a minute left. So in in your final words, what would you like to say that you hope that your readers will take away from these wonderful books you've written? I would just say that there are stories everywhere, hidden throughout the world. And it is our job as inquisitive minds to find them, to dig them out. And then once we've read them or heard them, to share them with someone else who might need them. So I hope everyone gets that when they read Tristan. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully, I'll be reading something or hearing something from other writers in the near future who are reading this book. Well, that sounds very exciting. And Kwame, I again, I know you have some ideas in the pipeline that will be coming around again soon. I hope I get to speak with you then. But in the meantime, thank you so much for your ta- your sharing your time. Of course, your wonderful creativity, uh, the wonderful African American uh, stories that you've woven into these great books, and sharing your delightful stories with us. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. We've got to do this again at some time. I'm with you there. Thanks, Kwame. All right, now. And for all of you listeners out there, make sure to check out each of Kwame's books. They will give your grandchildren and you many hours of reading pleasure and lots of adventures to share. So until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio saying I'll catch you later. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.